a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. This week, we've had the honor of raising awareness for addiction and the tragedy of overdosing in as we've reviewed it these subjects in Overdose Awareness Week. Today, we want to follow up on a conversation by discussing what one Utah city is doing to help residents discard old prescriptions and pills by partnering with Narcex. Christy Walsh, a Vineyard City Council member, has been playing a big role in this partnership, and she's joining us today. Christy, first tell us more about the Narcex receptacle and how it's different from the Utah County Sheriff's Department's prescription drug collection box. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, The Narcex technology is pretty fascinating. It's the only DEA-approved solution, and when you put a pill in it, it renders the pills, tablets, capsules, and liquids all inert. And this is different from what the Sheriff's Office is going to do because um, the pills are destroyed um, completely. They're not confiscated. They they go into a receptacle and they're gone forever. And not only that, they can be the solution and it's not toxic. It's completely gone. And it's the technology is literally um, going to change the way that we can fight the opioid crisis. So it doesn't just collect them. It actually destroys them forever and they can't be repurposed later um, after they're put in the box, essentially. Correct. So in our city hall and vineyard, we have a NARC-X disposal unit in the front door at our city hall. There's a big blue box. There's right at the top, there's a little lid. You pick it up. You can dump your pills inside and it goes, the pills fall down into a solution that's inside this um, box. And Right away, this, the pills are completely dissolved and into this Narcex solution. And what's great is um, often make sure that nobody who doesn't understand that the pills are useless at that point, there's no pill left, um, in case somebody thought they were going to come and break into the box, um, they're there to kind of monitor it. But um, it's, it's safe, it's easy, it's effective. And those pills are just completely destroyed. That sounds terrific. So, I mean, I love the part where I don't have to schedule an appointment. I just go in to the city office, find the box, put my pills, my old, you know, I went to the dentist. I didn't use all that they gave me. I put all those away. My kids can't find them later. Um, Nothing bad can happen to them at my house. And I I just dropped them off there. So I I, want to know a little bit more. um, You know, you guys have done this so successfully. And I know you've been the primary liaison between the city and Narcex. So tell us the role you played in bringing this partnership to Vineyard. Well, I I first 
became aware of NARCX several years ago. Um, they, it, it is a local company that's based out of Utah County, and I became aware of them and what they were doing and thought it would be a wonderful way that just even in our little city, we could do our part to, to help our residents fight the opioid crisis. Um, and then uh, it wasn't the perfect timing for us to bring it into our city And then I met Holland Welch, who is a youth in our city, and she works with YouServe Utah Youth Council, and she was looking for a project. And so I thought this could be a great project to help her with her YouServe Council. And I introduced her to um, the president of the company, and uh, the mayor of our city got on board. Mayor Julie Fulmer was wonderful, and we just began the connection with them, and we still were able to talk with our city council and um, Holland was able to do all this research on opioids and present it to everybody and get our council on board with putting us in our city. And it went pretty smoothly from there. We just, honestly, it was just a whole process of the right people connecting and about me particularly to ask, to clarify, where's the location? Can I drive to your, these are people outside of our city right. coming to our city to use our box because it is so easy and they it feels so good to get rid of those, you know, medicines and drugs that could potentially really be harmful to your family and your pets and and anyone else coming into your home. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I passed by Vineyard. Maybe I should stop by. So what I love about the story you just told, too, is I'm always going to underline any moment in which you say, wow, one person can make a difference. So a reminder to all of absolutely. us, the right person willing to make just one extra call or one extra connection is making a difference. So I want to go a little broader with you now and tell me, uh, you've clearly thought about this and you're passionate about it. So um, tell me a little bit about the importance of this in the broader context of the Utah, Utah's opioid epidemic. And we have really struggled with opioids in Utah. So give us a little more context. We're coming off of the year 2020 when, you know, even last year, the data was still brand new, but I know now they're starting to get that data points in for increase of opioid use among Utah residents specifically over the past year and increases in alcohol use. And um, all of this data is now coming in. And so it's a really good time for us to be talking about how we can help this problem that we have locally. Um, You know, opioids 11.6 billion opioids were prescribed, which turns out to be enough for every adult and child in the U.S. to take 36 pills a day for a year. So clearly we have a lot of this, these products out um, and readily available, and it's all around us in Utah. And it's interesting because um, when I first began learning about this, um, I decided to look up in my own cabinet thinking, surely I don't have any of this medication. Mm-hmm. We, I don't come from a family of a lot of surgeries or pain. And right. and sure enough, I found several opioids in my medicine cabinet from various pregnancies and such and thought, wow, this has been sitting in my cupboard for years. And I'm so glad that the pills were still in the bottles um, and was able to dispose of those in our NARC-X unit. Um, but how many of us are like me thinking you don't have any of the stuff and you actually do? Right. Um, we're not chronic is, pain. We don't have chronic problems, but we had a one single incident and then we put it in the drawer. Right. Or you were given a, a prescription, not even understanding what it was and picked it up. And maybe you didn't even use it and you just put it in your cabinet. Right. 
Um, These things just get prescribed all the time and can be very confusing. Thank you so much for this great example. Hopefully other uh, cities will be soon to adopt this and we all won't be driving um, through Vineyard. But thank you, Councilwoman, for the job that you're doing there. So I'm Mara Carabello filling in for Boyd Matheson today on Inside Sources. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources. And next up, don't miss Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.